Everybody, I'm Luke and I'm Kurt and welcome back to the breakdown. It is so good to be here. Welcome back. I don't know what to say. No, yeah. Mr. Katia. No, I don't know. No, welcome back, Carter. Your singing just like you know stunned me into silence. Oh, dude, I'm really sorry about that. So. It doesn't have that impact on everybody. So, <laughs> have you been singing to your wife? Oh, every single day. Okay. I, I mean, I wasn't at the marriage conference. As, oh, you know, okay. I am single. Um, yeah. <laughs> singles were not allowed. Um, but from what I've heard, it was it was quite the time. So Yeah, we had a blast. Based on what I've heard, it wouldn't shock me if you've been singing to your wife a lot. <laughs> so Yeah, it, it was really good. <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. We had one awesome couple. Uh, you know, the Lord really did lead me to sing this song. And uh, I just, I love the... The religious barriers that we've been breaking lately, yeah. what the Lord's been doing. And um, it was really cool just to watch married couples kind of come together. And and we had this one couple. So my wife said, hey, I won't come up and dance with you because the whole assignment was to take your spouse after you received the first part of the song from the Lord. Because we felt in this time that the Lord wanted to renew covenant, his That's covenant awesome. towards yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and for us to renew. And, yeah. and the assignment was now that you're receiving this from the Lord, now take your bride and dance with her for a little bit. Well, I was the one leading this, so I didn't get to take my bride. She was like, I'm not coming up to dance with you, but I'll look at you. Let's just lock eyes while you're singing. <laughs> and and uh, this poor couple, th- this guy was trying to dance with his wife and, and lead her into a beautiful time. And she's trying to pull him away from my wife's eyes because we're like, we're falling in. I'm on the stage, Jen's in the chair, and they're like dancing in between. And she's like, he's trying to look at his wife. Would you move out of the way? <laughs> and he felt so bad. Oh, man, it was so much fun. It, we had oh, a blast. Man. The weekend, the weekend was amazing. It was really, really good. And, um, you know, you you and I have spent a lot of time talking about single life yeah. and married life and family and all these different things. And I have to say, Luke, you have one of the healthiest perspectives that I've I've heard. I, I oh, don't thank you. I yeah. don't hear a lot of uh you're not upset about no, your season. Not at all. There's uh there's this peace that I always find in you. And I'm constantly like checking in and seeing where you are. And in the time that we've known each other, two to three years now, um, I've always just watched you walk this season out. I, I think with such a pure heart and attitude. Mm. Well thank you. I feel like that really comes from a place of me falling in love with Jesus more mm. and then also falling in love with who he made me to be. All right. Uh, Cause I think sometimes like we, we go into relationships to try to fix ourselves. Yeah. Like, wow. Good. And like to try different things. And that's not, that's not going to work Yeah, because Jesus is the only one that can fix us. Jesus is the only one that can, um, you know, take those parts of us that we're like, I don't really like this. I don't know if someone else would like this. Jesus is the only one that can fix that. Yeah. So, and, and when you're single, you have this luxury of really being able to work things out. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Within the context of relationships with other people and right. we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get to, to that. that. Yeah. But it does. And, but Paul talks about this, how, when you're single, like you have a greater luxury to really work things out with just you and the Lord. Yeah. Because you don't have that. You haven't entered into that marriage covenant where you have a greater responsibility that comes with that blessing. Yeah. Um. So, and I found that as I've grown in my relationship with the Lord, 
and then allowed him through other people. So this is where the other people come come in as well. They mm. he imparts his identity of who I am to me. Yeah. Then you start you start to love that because then you start to do the things that he's created you to do. And it doesn't come from a place of trying to prove yourself yeah. or trying to um, get other people to notice you mm -hmm. in a way like, see, I can, I can contribute something. No, mm -hmm. it just becomes about uh, the, the spirit of God moving through you in a way that is so you that you are sad, that you, you have this satisfaction that comes from like, wow, God, you used me. Mm -hmm. And I'm just happy to see that you're doing what you want to do. Amen. And it's not necessarily about me anymore. That's so good. I would say, I think that's really great, Luke, because um, I was among the group that got married really, really young. We were kids when we met. We're like 18. Mm -hmm. uh, we knew we were going to get married at 18. We just waited a few more years because we were in college. And when you do jump right into a relationship, we, always, we got what we wanted. We wanted to build a life together. And it was beautiful. Yeah. It, it's, it's been wonderful. There are things I believe that we probably could have worked out. Yep. Um, but we didn't have that that permission, that luxury. And this kind of brings us right into Pastor Zach's message. We come full circle now because it's this idea of whether it's a natural marriage that God is going to be working things out in you. I love his starting point on Sunday that, you know, we tend to look at growth as like, okay, I may have to pull away a little while so that God can do some work on me, but you're already bound to this covenant. You're already yeah. in this covenant. And in the same way, if we're already a part of the body of Christ, right. it's not helpful for us to isolate. isolate. Yeah. yeah. No, no, not at all. And and I would say um, this understanding that that I just shared, that yeah. I've come to, that that wasn't something I always had. Okay. And and I think that we we learn by getting things wrong, by making mistakes. All the time. Yes, I do. But it plays out by us following those steps of like allow like allowing the being humble enough and allowing the lord to plow us yeah um and then having not being afraid to allow him to carry us in our brokenness mm -hmm. to his table and he covers us with his righteousness um and then from that we're like i gotta listen to what you say so i do have to follow your word yeah this this is really cool here, and there's there's so many directions I want to go right now, and I'm like, oh man, I almost want to pause for a quick PSA, like we would do in the old days, a public service announcement. So, let's just kind of dive into what Sunday looked like. Of course, just a, always a a great time in our time of worship, baby dedications. I hope that we're paying attention. It's really beautiful. We as the body, just like when we watch a marriage ceremony, yep. We as the body are invested into this family and into this child. It is one body, it is one church. And so it's really it's really important. We're not just praying over these children and blessing them, but we are calling everybody to say, we now understand it really does take a village. Mm -hmm. And it's part of this whole growth thing that yeah, we're absolutely. talking about. Yeah. It's gonna take each and every one of us. Yeah. I, I love the fact that my children walk through these hallways all the time and they're constantly loved on by people. They're constantly corrected by people. I was super grateful for Pastor Roger stopping me one day in the hallway and saying, hey, here's something that came up. It wasn't a bad situation, but I want you to be aware of this. And here's how I handled it. Yep. And my heart leapt because yeah. what it shows me is that I have other men, other women who are looking out for the well-being of my family, which is what we need, Amen. which is exactly how it works in the church. And so my PSA was this, that I, I was in first service and I was loving every aspect of it and every minute of it. And 
really receiving so much. It was so cool to be a part of the baby dedications and see what God was doing. And in second service, they asked me, Pastor Will, his wife, Lori, and a couple others to jump in and serve in the children's ministry. Oh, wow. And this is this is like one of my favorite text messages when they get the blitz and it's like, hey, can you come help us now? And I'm like, yes, secretly on the inside. <laughs> yes. Oh, now, man. Luke, you know, you've been in my class. I'm a firm believer. If you feel like you are called to preach the gospel, teach in any capacity, yeah, do it. you need to start with yeah, children. Absolutely. You need to learn how to get that classroom mm -hmm. <laughs> and get them listening to the truth that you're trying to bring. So I love getting called into children's ministry or youth ministry all the time. And one of the things that I discovered as I was talking with Pastor Holly and Roger and just looking at the whole scope of everything and, and watching this all play out, and this this has a point to where I'm going yeah. here, like I said, it's a little PSA, is we really do need to kind of come to an understanding of how much of a privilege it is to step in and serve, especially in, in this, but really in all the capacities. You know, it's a wonderful opportunity to be teaching our children. And yeah. I, I think about some of the guests that come in on a Sunday, and we want them to hear the gospel unhindered. Um, and we have we have like the best kids ministry. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah. And you're a part of the youth ministry, the Absolutely. the United Ministry, yeah. and you're seeing what's happening there. Oh, it's so cool! It's so cool. And and you know, Jesus uh, shares this love of children's I ministry. Know. I know, and he addresses it in mm. a way that really almost elevates it above other practical ministry Come on, bro. he says if you <laughs> if you lead a child astray yeah it would be better that you know a millstone were hung around your neck mm -hmm. and, and and you died mm -hmm. he doesn't say that about other ministries <laughs> no he doesn't um and i and i think satan really has a special a special target mm -hmm. on children's ministry because he understands that this is how the gospel gets reproduced yes. and and the ministry gets reproduced mm -hmm. and um we should take it seriously. Yeah. And if you're not involved in a ministry um, or if you have a little more time, I would encourage you to get involved in children's ministry, youth ministry in some way. Pray about that. Explore that. Yeah. Um, even if it's just with the kids that are already in your life. That's true. You know, and we, we've been talking a lot Which about it this. it should start there. It absolutely yeah. should. The children in your life, you know, reproducing that. Um, in your home and with your whatever, your your nieces, nephews, et cetera, whatever the Lord. But even here, think about like an hour and a half a month. I was talking with the the children's pastors and they were telling me they have a schedule where pretty much people teach or they support a class about an hour and a half a month, mm -hmm. which is really like a prime investment. Children right. are an inheritance yep. from the Lord. Yep. And it's not just our children, mm -hmm. not our just biological reproduced and this is kind of a great setup because this upcoming Sunday is our Belong Sunday. So yeah. we'll be hearing from Kim and John and hearing all about that. So I just want to put that little PSA in there because I really do believe it ties all together. We have this marriage weekend. We come off the heels of a marriage weekend. We come into a message from Pastor Zach and he's communicating this is not just about a natural marriage, which I want to even stop there for a moment. You know, Isaiah 66, we're starting in this passage I do want to stop there for a moment and speak to that and say, you know, that is a that is a true thing where sometimes couples are like, okay, I have to pull away for a little while. I got to get me right. And I do believe that there is a time and both both part of the spouses will know. Both spouses mm -hmm. will know, okay, yeah, you need to go, whether it's to this recovery program. Or yep. I remember when I was doing the marked man, I, right, I had right. to make that investment. Right, right. Well, I was thinking about that today okay. because, you know, Paul does talk about like, you know, 
Um, and he's talking about it, especially in like the concept of like physical intimacy mm. and taking time away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I think it can kind of we can also apply this, you know, yeah, on, on a deeper level as well, where it's okay. I someone needs time, or or both need some time where they're gonna seek the Lord. Mm in a sense, like one-on-one, but the fact that they are agreeing because Paul talks about it, it's an agreed good. thing. There's still a unity within That's that. That's right, so you're, man. You're still doing it together. Good. You're not doing it um, because you decided to pull away. Yes. And when your spouse comes to you or you're, or if you're in a, a certain friendship or whatever, and you're, you're they're, they're like, what, what, what's going on? You, you don't, you don't, you have to provide an explanation and can and bring them along in that process because we still have to preserve that that bond of unity yeah that the holy spirit has brought us into this is this is so good luke so if we jump from that launch pad to the overall picture of the church which is what pastor zach was communicating i keep getting this picture or, or really this concept that we may think it's better to pull away for a time you know from the general assembly from the group and just get well and get healed and i think that That would be made clear, just like with a covenantal marriage couple, you would say, hey, we're both in agreement. There's unity here. We're going to make this decision. But one of the things I have come to love and cherish Mm -hmm. about being a part of this body is that it has forced me to grow in ways I I really don't know. I'm not even sure I can put it into words, but staying connected to the body and not pulling away when it gets hard has actually caused exponential growth in my life. I'm just giving an example. Yesterday, we come off the heels of Pastor Zach's message, and we're in our staff meeting um, this earlier this week. And, you know, some different things are coming up. And and one of the brothers, Pastor Roger, he approached me and Pastor Daniel, like, hey, we we feel like we can tell like you're you're off a little bit, like something, something bothered you that was said. So you're a little perturbed by something. And I couldn't muster up the words to communicate because mm-hmm. I was wrestling through but yep. through my, it, 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 you know, yes. through my lack yes. of communication yes. yeah. and their openness mm-hmm. to listen and to just support and to communicate, hey, here's what we see. Here's, are you right. saying this? Right. Just that. Like, I wasn't, it was in those moments that I was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I'm feeling this way. But going home and processing it with the Lord gave me almost an instantaneous right. breakthrough. Right. Because they were right there to help me. My yeah. my typical MO, yeah. my former MO would mm-hmm. be like, no, I'm going to pull away. I got to mm-hmm. deal with this with God. And until yep. I got this, I can't reinsert back into the body. Absolutely. And that's that's not how that, that's not how, it's not. how it works. No. Because we do things together. And, uh, you know, Pastor Zach, uh, this message was phenomenal. Oh, I know. You were um, loving it. You were saying. <laughs> it's one of those, I'm just going to tell you guys, like put a pin in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, go back and listen to it because it is so foundational. Um, and when, when we embrace it, when we embrace the message in its entirety, when we, mm. when we go back and listen, cause there's so many layers he covered, it was, oh, there yeah. was so much breadth and depth uh-huh. to it, um, that I've listened to it almost, uh, three times now, wow. uh, no, four, almost four times now. And there's still so much, um, so go back and listen to it again and again, but, and again. <laughs> you know, he talks <laughs> about covenant and, and, you know, coming off the heels of the marriage conference, the, the covenant that comes up the most was, was the marriage covenant, Yeah, but we can apply this to other relationships yeah, as absolutely. well, where it's like they are, n- that these covenants, especially the marriage covenant, it is, it is of God. That's right. And, and that's why we have to approach our individual healing and our 
um, our restoration and the outworking of the of God's work in our life within the context mm. of these covenants and these relationships. Did you? Are you pulling up something? Because I, yeah, I am I ready had, to jump on something. But I wait. No, 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 no. You I, jump, I was just going to say, Luke. This is what's really interesting. As you're talking, I am. I'm thinking about. Oh man, I think I just lost my train of thought. You're going to have to go with your Bible passage or whatever it is you got no, there. It'll it's come a, back it's, to it's me. It's a Pastor Zach passage. It's a Pastor. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> where do I find this? That? Was from first service, <laughs> and and it is so good. Um, he says this is as much about your relationships with everybody else as it is with God. Mm. Don't make it so easy that it's just you and God and God's got all the grace so that when I stumble, it's God's got me. God does have you, Mm. but God has assignments for you. God has divine and holy interactions for you. God has you as an instrument to serve a purpose, to see a kingdom come and it comes through our relationships. That gets me so excited. Yes. Yes. It should. And as you're talking, you know, just like he always does, the Holy Spirit brought back to my memory what I wanted to share. And it's the reason that we are not, if you are not physically in a natural marriage here on earth right now, and you're thinking, well, this message and the covenantal peace and yada, yada, like, how do I make the correlation? Well, it's actually really easy because Ephesians 5, after Paul goes through husbands and wives, he says, this is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. church. And so we have to see ourselves in that bridal position Mm -hmm. and actually realize that collectively, this covenant we're a part of with God is actually with God and Jesus, and we are the beneficiaries. Mm. And so as beneficiaries, just think about a natural uh, will and new, will and testament. If you leave for your kids or your, your will, that's going to be there. You may have an eldest child that you're going to give everything to, and they're responsible to distribute it to others. Other parents will put it together where it goes across the board equal Mm -hmm. and equilateral. They have to work together Mm -hmm. to make it a reality. You know, and the same is true in this covenantal relationship where we are the beneficiaries. We have to work together to receive from that covenant and to be healed with Mm -hmm. one another. I I love this concept that Again, going back to that experience I was sharing, um, you know, like like Pastor Zach was saying in that quote, like it is really not just relegated to me and God. When it is, right. I'm in control. Right. And and part of what's great about being in relationship with others and mm-hmm. being a part of a body is that you're able to point things out to me that I yep. might not have been willing to deal with. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, but what he emphasized too is how it does start in that secret correct it does start um in that place where it is it is me and god and it is a heart posture yeah but we can't just leave it as a heart posture Mm -hmm. um and uh he referenced this i believe in second service where j in james where it says faith without works Works is is dead." dead and then he also he said like something to the effect of like you know works without faith would also be dead too because Sometimes we can we can fall on the other side mm-hmm. of the road where mm-hmm. it's like, well, if you start doing the right things, mm. you start taking the right actions, then the then the heart change follows. Where it's it's it it doesn't work from the outside in; it mm. works from the inside out. Correct. But it has to work from the inside out. Correct. Um, and it, it's allowing the healing and the salva- the saving work of God to to touch every part of our life, that's even right. those places where we're like, well, that's that's my past. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to live in the past. I don't want to live in that brokenness. It's like, no, God wants to do something with that too. Amen. 
Amen. And can I just bring it back to this example? Like what happened with with my brothers mm-hmm. earlier this week in our staff meeting actually predated that to earlier midweek last week where God was dealing with some mm-hmm. things personally. So you get this private relationship yeah. with yeah. the Lord. And I thought I had received a level of healing coming into the mm-hmm. weekend. And by the time that this came up earlier in the week, and I was like, okay, there's still something there. And this is this is the beautiful part about right. it. I feel like previously, before coming and being engaged in this culture, I would run from that feeling because mm-hmm. I was living under the, pre- the pretense that I had to have it all together. Yep. I have to have it all together. But my vulnerability and transparency in the presence of our friendships and our body here yeah. at, at the local gathering is actually the beautiful piece of how God weaves it all together for us. He yeah. might be doing a work. Maybe there is something in that past right. that that maybe I'm actually trying to keep in that cavern. Mm-hmm. And God shines this glorious light on it. And I might think, okay, you shine your light on it. But then he brings a brother or a sister. Right. He brings something up and it starts challenging even more because there's more healing. There's something more there that the Lord that wants is. to do. And God does it. Like he does do things in his time, mm. in his way. So yeah, there there might be a time where it's like, okay, I want to work on this, but God's like, well, before we get to that, let's let's tackle yeah. let's tackle this. But but again, that starts with that first piece yeah. where you know, like in the passage in Isaiah, like, you know, God's saying, I don't like we we want to build all yeah, these what are you things. Build me a house? We, we have all these plans. <laughs> we come to God like you know, this is how it's gonna work. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, I'm gonna, I I just want you. Yeah, I, I just I just want you. That that stuff's cool too. Um, and some of those plans, like they are from him, yep. they are from him. Yep. Um, but he really cares about, about you and that first piece of being humble, hmm. where it, it, the word there is about being, it's, it has this idea of affliction and, yeah. and submitting to being plowed. Yep. Is that the contrite one? The contrite word? No, that, that one, that, that's, 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 that's the later. next one. Okay. That's sorry. Like, I jumped you. Yeah. No, 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 no. So, uh, but humble, it's submitting to be plowed. Mm. So. I allow God does the plowing. So okay? good. So God does. He will use the pain in your life, mm-hmm. the affliction, because afflictions there. It's all baked into the cake. <laughs> sure is. Um, and and Paul talks about this. How yep. tribulations, if 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 you submit them to God, yep. God uses them to work. Yeah. Perseverance, character, and hope in sure all in you. But you have to submit, and you have to say, "All right, God, this is my life. Is your field." Plow it however you want, and and plant your your seed wherever mm. you want in your way, and then you. But you have to let God do that to you, yeah. um, which is hard. But at the same time, it's like wow, like you don't have that step. Rec- basically, says God, I'm not going to try to get in the way. I'm not going to do anything in a sense yeah. other than just surrender. Mm-hmm. Which I would say, you know, Luke, for most of us, we have to kind of hit that bedrock point in our lives to really experience that. However. Once we've come from that place of mm-hmm. bedrock, we don't always have to go back to yet another bedrock. No. In fact, Peter says that we are to humble ourselves yeah. under the oh, mighty yeah. hand of yeah. God. And so when we've learned it sort of the hard way- You grow into it. You grow into it. Yeah. You come back and say, you know what, Lord, I've been down this road before, yep. and I'm going to go ahead and pause. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to allow you to plow me right now. It's about to be painful, but you're going to produce something really, really good. And the Lord's plowing- yeah, it's going to start with the Holy Spirit, but he's also going to bring others in as well. Yeah. Well, because we learn his way is better. Yeah, right? it really is. So then it, we it's... We sing it. Your way is I better. <laughs> Your way is better. You, you we can want do it. all the singing You sing today. too, bro. You do sing too. We want it. We sing um, it, right? But we when it comes down to it... Yeah. Yeah. And 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 then we come to that the second piece where mm. it's the uh, contrite. Yeah. And this idea of 
you know, the brokenness and, and Mephibosheth, the other places where that word's used. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I, at the moment Pastor Jack was sharing about the, the three reference to the three references to being contrite, you know, my mind was going to some different passages and, and this is where it requires just a little further study to, mm-hmm. to really break down that Hebrew word that would be used there. And I love it because it reminded me like, wow, God, if you're saying that that place of brokenness is actually where you want to find us to bring us to your table. Yeah. Like this is perfect. That it's mm-hmm. not my put togetherness. Yep. You know, it's it's actually you're drawn to the fact that that contrite heart and spirit is a place of broken. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Right, right. You know? And Paul talks about that. He's like, I will glory in my weakness. Correct. Now it's not because the weakness is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's because what God does with it yep. is beautiful, yeah. and it, 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 He demonstrates His grace. He, you know, just as Mephibosheth was brought to the king's table, and his and and Pastor Zach's painting this this picture of his broken legs being covered, yeah, by this table, this acceptance, this this meal. God does that with us. He does, but it requ- But that's where humbleness comes first, yep. because that means I I'm not going to be proud. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna be humble enough to be like, yeah, you have to carry me. Because I, <laughs> oh, I, I'm not gonna make this happen. Here's the brokenness. Yeah. But he does cover. He covers it with his righteousness. He does. And, and so when you're thinking back to all these things in your life, the brokenness, God is going to meet you there in a special way. But you have to let Him carry you. Mm-hmm. Well, the beautiful part about this and being brought to His table is that. Jesus carrying you or whomever it is we want to say is carrying us to the table also might actually be another servant of the Lord. Mm. And and this is where we come into this full picture of we're a part of one body. Yes. And I have to say this is what the marked men experience process did for me. This is what our deliverance and yielding ministry has been to me. This is what being refined by our brothers and sisters in these relationships at our church has been to me and is what it's supposed to be. This is what greenhouses Mm -hmm. are supposed to be. And what you see is this final point here, using Mephibosheth as the example, is that once he's seated at the table from the waist up, He's natural like everybody else. Mm-hmm. The way we're interacting is like everything's right. covered. Yep. Everything underneath that table right there yeah. is covered. And there's, 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 a, there's an allowance made for it. You were brought yeah. to the table. You're here. And now we're going to interact in this place of peers because in the place of sitting, everyone's equal. Right. And you know, James does say, you know, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. Yes. And it's in that bearing of mm. the broken places. Yep. And because it can just be, it could be as simple as, yeah, maybe you did something wrong and there's something to confess that you did wrong, but it also could be maybe something happened to you yeah. and you want, and you have, you're going to bring that out into the light. Mm-hmm. Like your brokenness is place of that, that, that you're ashamed that you want, you don't want, you don't want to be covered. You don't want to, you don't, you don't want to walk under, like you, yes. you don't want to walk under that anymore. So when you bring that up, then what we find is it's when it's done in community, when mm. it's done in a covenant of believers, it's a beautiful time of healing because you've now shared that burden. Yep. And then those believers speak into your life mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not that I'm, I'm not this brokenness. I'm not this, this part of me that I thought I thought was ugly. Yeah. It's like, if anything, now Jesus has taken that away. Yeah. Um, and that healing comes through people. A lot of times, which it's, it is Jesus healing you. That's it. 
he's he's but he he uses people as his vessels of healing. Absolutely. It's this whole picture that yeah. that I was demonstrating both with the example that happened earlier this week and last week and what Pastor Zach is communicating that this is part of the covenant relationship that we're in. Um I I was thinking as you were talking there how this is where the isolation peace would come in. Well, what if they right. see my brokenness? What yes. if I'm at a greenhouse and we're going through transformation or we're going yeah. through, you know, spiritual family and I talk about this experience? What if everybody rejects me? Well, the truth is, you know, there are this is my experience. I'm totally willing to be wrong. Being vulnerable and transparent, there are always those. There's always a few that are like now they're going to, you know, maybe think about that information and maybe think of you a little bit differently. But I would say by and large my experience mm -hmm. has been the people that I have been vulnerable and transparent with, whether it was yeah. the young adults group we yep. used to do, yep. you know, when we were doing the small group study or, or the greenhouses or whatever, I haven't had anybody really turn on me. In fact, my vulnerability and transparency right. has encouraged others. Right. And then what ends up happening too is your relationship with the Lord grows mm. deeper through that mm. to the point that it's like, oh, I, I've now completely forgotten about all these other people in, in, in that, in that, you know, self-conscious way. Yes. Because you what you find is the lord's healing amen through them so, so good it's not you the people that you thought you needed yeah you're like i needed you but not the not in the way that i thought, I thought yes i needed jesus and jesus gave me a healing through you amen so That's now it. i'm more in love with jesus that i'm it this these supernatural things are so hard to articulate <laughs> it is but hard everything to articulate. you're saying is Very so hard. accurate yeah. It's a lot so of stuttering accurate. today. <laughs> no, it's dude, it's so accurate. And if I if I hadn't just lived it mm -hmm. earlier this week, I probably would be like, yeah, theoretically, I get what you're saying. And this is where, if we're really gonna move into the time that the Lord has for us, we have to have this posture. Yeah. Not just the the overexhausted heart posture communication verbiage that Pastor Zach was talking about on Sunday, but the actual posture that brings us to a place to say, hey, listen, I'm really struggling. Right. I, I, this yeah. is this is this is a sticking point for me. You know, maybe there's a little bit of brokenness or shame, but I'm humbling myself. I'm confessing this. I'm asking for help. Mm -hmm. And this again to wink or just overtly speak right back to what we started this year with greenhouse. This is part yeah. of the reason we want everybody plugged in because yeah, we get it. Running around on a Sunday, you you hear the message, you serve, mm -hmm. you you worship, but what about the day in and day out refining one another? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday morning's kind of like you go to the grocery store and you get all the the supplies you need for the meal. Mm. And and Ooh. and maybe there's there's some samples and it tastes real good and you get some direction. But then there has to be that time where it's like, okay, now we're prepping with the stuff we got. And we're gonna <laughs> really partake of this. That was a Greenhouse really good analogy. Like that. Greenhouse, yeah. The the small groups we're doing with one another. So what you're saying is Sunday service is like BJ's because that's what my that's what my Sunday <laughs> afternoon used to be with mom and dad. We would go to BJ's afterwards and I mean it's it's not a perfect analogy. <laughs> no, but, I love it, dude. I, I think I'm it, with you. It hits a little bit. I yeah. think it totally hits. Yeah. Yeah. And this kind of goes to what Pastor Zach was saying on Sunday that, you know, hey, Sunday, we set out as a church when we first started and realized we were going to be a church, was going to be a place for the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. It's not like we're going to... And I love that because when yep. you go to some... When you've been at other churches or whatever, you know, it's like, hey, this day is for the unbeliever or this day is for us to learn. Everybody mm -hmm. has their own little nuance idea yeah. or or niche that they feel like is just right. I like the concept of saying today's for the Holy Spirit and he will show us. Absolutely. what we're going to be doing today. Absolutely. It's really good. Um, and then we come to that third point. Yeah. Which is the person who trembles at my word. Mm. 
And I just think that's so much easier to do once you've done the other two. <laughs> the other two. Because you've relinquished control. You're allowing God to cover you. So when you've received that, of course, you're going to do what he tells you to do. So tremble, the, the purposeful movement. It's not mm. just shaking uncontrollably. Yeah. And I just think of, you know, where David says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Yeah. So when he, sh- when he gives you his word, he's shining a light and you're like, of course, I got to step there because that's where the light is. Hmm. Well, you're well. You're saying that it's it's actually bringing up to me. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 99 sure. It's Philippians two twelve. Work out your salvation through fear and trembling, which would really highlight this whole concept right here. That when God speaks the word, when God does the work, either through His Spirit, His Word, or through others, or a collection of all three, that it should be the active movement with that work. That we're we're working out that salvation through fear and trembling. It just got to my mind when you, when you shared that about the trembling at his word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, it's uh, hard to believe it's a show, man, already. Wow. I know you I, you don't get to see it. I have the computer right here, so yeah. you don't get to see it, but that's a wrap, man. That's, that's a awesome. show. It's a great day. So, belong Sunday, this upcoming Sunday. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're here. Any other thoughts regarding this passage or, or Sunday or anything else? No, I would just encourage all of us to go back and listen to the message again if you haven't already. Good. Good. Um, and then just, you know, pray like for, for some prayer points. Mm. If, allow God to show you, allow the Holy Spirit to show you uh, where it is that you have to apply these concepts in Correct. your life, in your relationships, um, and then let, and let him do it. That's, that's why I think... We, I just want to emphasize the the plowing and the 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 the, the humility because when you do that, you're allowing him to to lead. Mm. Like you don't plow yourself; he's he plows you. Amen. So he's going to show you what part of the field he wants to work on. Just, yeah, just let him have all of it. And what's really good is that because he's a good shepherd, yeah, and a good farmer, he knows what areas need to Sabbath. Right, and he's he, going to sow his freedom yeah. there. He is. He's going to allow. That's dude. That's that's that'll preach all day. We're gonna pause on that because I'm about to start teaching. <laughs> I know I unlocked another. Pause. It was so good, <laughs> so good. I, what I wanted to say as we were wrapping up here is like this: submitting to that process. I think you know an action point here. We did this all weekend with our spouses, but we can move not just from that marriage position, but from any relationship. A yeah. great way to submit to this is to say, okay. I have a group of trusted people in my life, maybe men and women, and I will say, hey, listen, what, what are these things that you're seeing in me or, or what are you seeing in me? You know, we, we yeah. often do these year-end reviews with our bosses and they're saying, hey, this is what I saw all year long. I really want us to, or myself, I feel the Lord leading me to the place to have that posture and action to say, hey, what are you seeing mm-hmm. in me that I might be missing? What's a, yeah. what's a blind spot? And this is where, mm-hmm. you know, we have to be willing and ready to hear that. But if I turn to my my wife, because that's the closest relationship yep. and say, hey, given Pastor Zach's message on Sunday, given the weekend we went through, what are some things that you're seeing that need to be kind of plowed out in my life? Let me go before the Lord with That's those. Cool. But I, you know, just we That's have awesome. to trust those relationships. So awesome. All right. You want me to pray? Sure. All right, Father, we thank you for this time. I thank you for Luke and for our discussion today as we model what what it's like to dialogue about a passage, about scripture, about an experience on Sunday, and how we got some samplings, tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. And now as we move throughout our week, we're able to encourage one another in our greenhouses. We're able to have these dialogues in our homes with our family and our children and our friends and people we're doing life with. 
So thank you so much that we can humble ourselves. We can submit to the plowing. We don't need to shy away from any brokenness that makes us feel like we can't come to your table. And finally, as you do the work, as you reveal that we would tremble at your word, that we would allow your salvation to be worked out through the fear and trembling. And we thank you for that. We trust you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm Luke. And I'm Kurt. That's the breakdown. We'll catch you next week. Yeah.